You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. That was loud. Whatever that was. Yeah, I was sorry about that. That's all right. Um, by the way, Chase, I don't know if you can see this. It's, um, oh, is that your phone? Yeah, it is. This is Oikos Pro Protein. I'm drinking a protein shake right now from, it's like coffee flavored Oikos Pro, like yogurt brand Oikos. Um. Man, it's kind of gross. Not gonna lie. <laughs> don't, 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 I'm don't. not endorsing this. I'm like y'all. Y'all might want to think twice before you pick this off the grocery shelf. Like I, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and get it down, but it might take this whole episode. Just <laughs> so you know what I'm doing over here while we're talking about. Uh, I thought this was a good idea. So, so yeah. Earlier today, I'm I was sewing up a tent, and uh, I was watching as you do, as I do. I was watching. Uh, YouTube videos in the background and there was a video that was suggested for me to watch that was like cheap uh, overlanding gear because you know I like watching videos about overlanding when I as long as it wasn't like cheap women (laughs) when you said cheap I was like this could go a few different ways cheap cheap overlanding gear and so this guy some things are okay to go cheap on but other (laughs) things you just don't go cheap on you don't go cheap on no overlanding gear no Um, so so yeah, so he starts going through this overlanding gear, and I'm as I'm listening to this, I'm thinking, I I was so disgusted by by some of the suggestions. Now some of the suggestions I was like, yeah, okay, but other suggestions I was just like, no way, like there's no way I would suggest that to someone. This guy obviously, he was a he was a person that likes to go overlanding, but he's not a gear expert, and it was pretty obvious in his in his uh, stuff. He he was suggesting gear that he had used that he liked, but. Um, anyways, and without watching it, to be fair, the gear you have, if it's, and it works great. Sure. We're talking about like, how, how can you have a quality item that's not as expensive as like the, the top, the, of the, the top of the line. Yeah. yeah. Because for you and I and Chase, we tend to get the nicest of the nice because we get good deals on it. So we were able to afford the nicest of the nice for oftentimes less than the cheap stuff um, sometimes and that's you know that's one of the perks of working at a shop you get deals but also we try to we buy that stuff because we're using it we want it to be reliable but we also want to be able to uh, we we use a wide variety of stuff so that we can help our customers when they come in the store find the right stuff for them so I've used everything from entry-level quality tents to top-of-the-line Hilleberg tents I prefer top-of-the-line Hilleberg tents, but sometimes I use the cheaper stuff as well. And um, anyway, at our store, we try to make sure that we're only selling stuff that's going to be reliable and good quality. Um, 
But as I'm watching this video, he's, I'll give you one, one example. He starts talking about a tent. There's, he says, well, I have a rooftop tent on my vehicle that I like, but before that I used to just use a ground tent, just a normal tent and just sleep in a normal tent. You're making some nasty this is I'm there. trying to get this Oikos thing down. It's not working. And so, but I opened it, and I feel like I shouldn't waste it. So, right. Yeah. So this guy, he's like, "This is the tent that I suggest. It's a, it's a good quality tent. It's a good buy, and all this stuff, and you can find it at Walmart." And that was the first red flag right there. But then he suggests like this forty dollar Ozark Trail tent. Not the Ozark just, Trail. And I just about puked. I mean, do you know that like? I was going to think of a percentage. There's a lot of people who own our Ozark Trail. I know, and I and I get that. And you know what? I have Ozark Ozark Trail tents are fine when the weather is sunny and nice, mm. and the wind's not blowing. But as soon as you get a windstorm, so I'll tell you this story. Um, my father-in-law went to a. He took his. Uh, he was a young men's leader in our church um, for his area, and he took his young men and and young women and other, a whole bunch of other people to Wyoming for this camp out for something. And uh, <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the wind came up, and there's a big windstorm. He had a big Agnes family tent that was set up and staked out properly and stuff. And then they had some um, some spring bar tents, the wall tents Those that were beasts. set up. Those things are beasts. Yeah. They were set up, and then there were a whole bunch of other, like, Ozark Trail and cheaper-type tents that you'd buy at Walmart. Well, a windstorm came up. Mozart sale. The what? I, was, I was trying to think of a, <laughs> <laughs> another, another <laughs> off-brand name right. that was rhymes with Ozark Trail. Mozart sale. Yeah. You know, you know brands. Right. Yeah. And so this storm comes up, and within about a half hour, the only tent standing... The only tents that could be set up were his Big Agnes tent and the Spring Bar tents. Every other tent was destroyed. All of the, the poles snapped, fabric ripped open, like it was just a mess. And that was like day one of their five-day camping trip. But also, Canoe Trip with the outdoor program who had Black Diamond tent. Black Diamond tent? North? No, Black Diamond tents, right? Hmm... Back in the day, Sierra, no, Sierra Designs. North, no, this was only a few years ago. But a, maybe it was North Face tents, but not 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 like a no name brand. Yeah. And I had a Hilleberg, and two of their tents broke. And the Hilleberg was like, "Is it is the wind blowing?" <laughs> I didn't even know the wind was blowing. <laughs> right. I didn't even know. And both and one tent snapped a pole, and the other tent collapsed on itself. They probably didn't guy it right, but it was not. Both of them went down. Wow. Um. So it. Man, you pay for a nice quality tent like a Hilleberg. There's there there's a, there's a reason, but but then if it's like a medium storm or windstorm or whatever, then you would think most of the branded tents would be okay, but it could still damage something that's like fifty bucks. So I, my first trail, I, I want a tent. I, I want to say it was Alpine Design uh-huh. that I got at Sports, Sports Authority or whatever. Yeah, and it was like fifty bucks, right? And I'm like, yeah, this works great until it didn't in a really inopportune time in the Tetons. And then I'm like, I hate this tent. It's a terrible tent. I loved it for like three years. And now, now I want, now that now it's the worst tent ever. Right. So you don't want that. But anyway, so what are brands that are like 
you don't have to you don't have to spend as much for a Hilleberg kind of quality, but but still you really be... get a good quality product. Out yeah. Of it. Okay. Yeah. So this will we're going to rely on Chase a little bit for the products that we sell in the store that are um, a good deal, that good quality that are going to perform, but are oh. don't break the bank. What led to it was you mentioned Terramar. Oh yeah, Terramar. So that's that's one of the brands. So. On the last episode, we talked about this new brand. I already forgot the name. Artelect or something. Artelect. Makes merino wool base layers. They've got some work to do. I mean, they're not there yet. It's a new brand, and they're still working out the kinks. But um, it's an expensive brand. I was looking at their base layers, and they're 150 bucks or so for for a top and same for the bottom. So they're, they're not cheap. And we were talking about how much we love Terramar. Because for 20 to 30 bucks, you can get an awesome base layer top and an awesome base layer bottom. Um, not merino wool. Not merino wool. No, they're synthetic. But they do make merino wool options. They make blends that are that are still a fraction of the cost of the high-end merino wool stuff. The fit is awesome. They perform really well. And they're a great deal. And I just absolutely... I love Terramar. I've, I've skied and done all my outdoor adventuring stuff in Terramar a lot. Now, I... I mostly use Icebreaker, uh, Smartwool, and some of those other brands. Um, but Terramar has been one of my favorite base layers for since I don't I was own a, a piece teenager. of Terramar. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, you'll love them. Yeah, well, sure. yeah, really good. I I was given a piece of Terramar back at OR a couple of years ago, and for some reason in my mind, I perceived like, oh, this is a freebie. It's not the best thing out there. Whatever. And then. Like a month ago, I was at the shop and we were going to go do some um, backcountry skiing up in Logan. And I forgot like some therm- some some base layer bottoms. And I was like, I could drive home 30 minutes and drive back up to Logan. Or I can just buy some with my employee price from Terramar and probably save some money, honestly. And... I bought some and I freaking love those Terramars. I mean, they're not Merino and I typically, like Greg said, I'm going to lean towards a Merino um, because of its wicking capabilities and its anti-stink. That's my favorite thing about Merino is I can wear them four or five times and not have to worry about them stinking super bad. But I put those Terramars on and they're, the fabric they use is freaking comfy. The cut is incredible. They uh, they work like they work really well. They're the they're great. And I suddenly became a huge Terramar fan, and we've carried it for since I've worked at the shop. But I'm just now learning how great of a brand they are, especially for what you pay for. Yeah, I agree. Good to know. I agree. So I got some Terramar base layers when I was a teenager. The fit of those base layers wasn't as good as they are now. Now they're dialed. Um, but it was still like my go-to base layer. I had other brands that were a little bit nicer brands, but it was still like my favorite base layers, uh, all skiing as a teenager and doing all my outdoor stuff as a teenager. And, um, when I, when I started getting Arc'teryx base layers and Icebreaker base layers, Smartwool base layers, all those other brands, I expected to get a significantly like better performing thing. And, and it just wasn't like they were they fit better maybe they looked a little nicer and they had a way nicer tag yeah the tags were nicer (laughs) 
but performance-wise, they weren't significantly better. They, I mean, maybe a little bit. I prefer Merino over polyester, but even still, like the performance was so good on the Terramar, I was blown away. And even still now, I just, I love Terramar base layers. If I'm going to go a non-Merino base layer, I go Terramar because the price is half of what you'll get from the other brands. I mean, you look at like a Patagonia Capoline or something like that versus uh, Terramar. Terramar is half the price and it performs just as well, I, I think, or very, very close to as well. Update on the uh, Oikos Pro, 25 grams of protein coffee flavored drinkable um i think it's like a bad beer where when you're halfway through it it's still a bad beer but not as bad as when you started drinking it you know it's like it's starting to taste a little better yeah like i can at least drink it now <laughs> take your word for it you haven't sold me yet i'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna go drink one okay, okay. anyway so the next brand um, so Terramar is one that I, we strongly suggest uh, if you're looking for good quality base layers, check out Terramar. The next brand that we really like um, that actually I've almost replaced all of my, I've still got some other gloves that I probably prefer. Um, but the one brand of gloves that I'm fallen, I've fallen in love with and I use most of the time, to be honest, uh, is Kinko. Man, they're crushing it. And I don't know how the hell we sell hundred dollar black diamond gloves. Yeah, when the Kinkos right right across the. I mean, thirty twenty five divi- to thirty five bucks. Are, are like yeah, or 30, I'm like, oh, because you got to put the little the the leather, the leather conditioner, conditioner on that takes less than five minutes at home. Like, wow. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Chase, do you think the markup is that much better? Like the build, the construction is that much better for? I have BD gloves, and I and they're they're like the medium. It's like a work glove. It's kind of, they look similar to like the Kinko gloves. I love them, um, and I have the Kinko mittens, and and I wear them both about the same, and I can't tell the difference in the quality necessarily. Like I think they're both gonna last the same amount of time. So I'm just curious as to why. This is bad because we care. But how come Black Diamond can sell their gloves for so much money, essentially, is the question. I mean, your Black Diamond, they do have like a full waterproof um, membrane liner in there. Membrane, that's the word I was looking for. I was thinking booty, but they're not shoes. Um, a full a waterproof liner in there. Um, so that is like one advantage that they have. Um, I've noticed I've been in like really, really wet almost rainy conditions this season and the, they uh even with nick wax on there the kinkos do soak it through a mm. lot more um like if you are in the pacific northwest i don't know if kinkos would be the best gloves for you that but makes sense in utah yeah like utah man the, the desert areas the rockies they're they're so killer i have i'm looking at a pair of black diamonds right now sitting on my floor that i've had for five years and they're still bulletproof. They're still doing great. Still 100% waterproof. So I do think that, yeah, the Black Diamonds and the Rabs and um, the Hestras, like, they're a nicer glove. But they're also 150 up to $300. Yeah. So um, I think Kenko is, it serves its purpose for, like, 95% of skiers out there. Um, and 
the last years and you can buy five of them and you're still not going to pay as much as you will for some other gloves out there. So do I think Kinko's are as nice as Black Diamonds? No. But do I ski in Kinko? Absolutely. And do I love them? Yes. Do I think they work? Absolutely. Like I think bang for your buck, you will not find a better glove on the market. Well, that's this episode is bang for your buck. So Kinko's are a great bang for your buck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I feel like I shouldn't have said that that many times. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting weird. The, um, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I have a, I have some really good, nice gloves. I've got some Arc'teryx gloves. They're top of the line, uh, Alpha SV glove when they made it back in the day. That leather, leather palm and everything, and they're sweet. They're the best gloves I've ever owned for skiing. I absolutely love them. They were like three hundred and seventy five dollars or something like that now i didn't pay that much for them but they i mean they were they were expensive gloves and they're the best best i've ever used best dexterity best um waterproofness comfort warmth all of that type of stuff with that said probably my next favorite skiing glove is my 25 dollar kinkos 375 versus 25 and I would say the the $375 one they're the gloves I would choose on the nastiest weather day but on the other days when the weather's just pretty bad or pretty good the Kinkos do just fine also the Kinkos are fairly specific to a one th- like skiing snowboarding you know yeah like- you can't ice climb in Kinkos very well yeah, I have three pairs of gloves that are my go-to, like a trail running pair of glove that's an icebreaker glove that has, like, the touch on it. Yeah. Kinko's don't have touch, and it's thin. It's a much thinner glove, and it's just better for running, trail running. I have a touring glove from OR that, again, is, is thinner, um, and it has – it just – the leather has some grip on it, and I, just, I like thinner gloves for active pursuits outdoors because the Kinko's I have, they're not even super thick – but they're thicker than I would prefer when doing like those types of activities. Yeah. But um, yeah. But for just for resort skiing um, and even ski touring, the the they're not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. They're not as specialized. They're not as specialized as some of the other brands out there. I I wouldn't ice climb in Kinkos. They're too thick. They're the dexterity is okay, especially once you've conditioned the leather and stuff and it's softened up a little bit. The dexterity is okay, but they're still kind of thick. And I prefer something thinner for ice climbing. Uh, for touring, ski touring, I don't hike up in the Kinkos. I yeah. wear a thin glove to hike up, and then I put them on for the ski down. I've got some other gloves that are probably I could hike up and ski down all in the same glove. So, yeah, I mean, you're giving up a little bit <clears throat> by going to Kinkos versus some of the other options out there. With that said, you're paying 25 to 35 bucks depending on the model. And I'll tell you, they're full leather gloves. When you've coated them in snow sill about six or seven times and baked them in the oven and stuff, those things are waterproof. I mean, really good. And so you can get away with, for skiing and for winter snowmobiling and that sort of thing, I mean, you can get away with the Kinko glove in almost any condition when you've really put the time in to waterproof them. They're awesome. Okay, so Terramar, Kinko, Mm -hmm. is there another brand out there? Yeah, Chase, uh, you mentioned Oli Camp. 
that's yeah. that's a can that's a company there's uh, liberty mountain which is a utah company they're a distributor of a bunch of other outdoor brands and we get some of our camping products through them they have a a brand that's their own uh they've sourced their own and designed some of their own products um and they're it's their camping brand oli camp so they make stoves and and cookware and some of that type of stuff for oli camp and their quality is just about as good as all the other brands, but they're 20% cheaper, wow. probably 20, 25% cheaper on average um, compared to the other brands. And it's great stuff. We've all used them, and um, and they all, it always performs well. So what can you... Yeah, you know, my, my go-to um, stove combo right now is an Ollie Camp XTS combo, and I bought in... <clears throat> When I first first to the store, I bought an MSR pocket rocket, and then I bought a Jet Boil. Jet Boil. Um, and then Jet Boil. Actually, I think the very first thing I bought was an Ollie Camp stove, and then I bought an MSR, and then I bought a Jet Boil. And I like my Jet Boil, but my Jet Boil um, broke. Not Are you guys too long making after fun of our no, no, trip. no. That's just how you're supposed to say it. <laughs> Jet Boil. Yeah. Uh, we freaking love Ronnie, so I would never make fun of him. I wouldn't it's make more fun like of him either, but it's, it's a term term the, of endearment. Towards it really him, is. It really is. The, I freaking love that guy. The moment you said Jet Bull, though, I knew exactly what you were referring to. So just, and, and just the for the listeners, is, for the listeners, our, one of our sales reps who... Who reps a, a is a badass. Jet Bull. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's like the coolest guy. He's one of our favorite sales reps ever. He's hardcore he's awesome as nice as can be a great rep we absolutely love him but he's from what tennessee arkansas some somewhere somewhere over there (laughs) they all blend together and he and when he says jet boil he says jet bowl jet bowl jet bowl i can't even i can't say say it it quite right yeah it's it's awesome and he he even like calls himself out and he's like yeah it's a jet bowl i know i say it weird jet bowl (laughs) (laughs) yeah I love it though. He's <laughs> such a cool guy. Anyway, he is. But but, but that I broke. But your jet, jet bowl broke. Yeah, my jet bowl broke. <laughs> um, well, it's just the the igniter thing doesn't work anymore. Uh-huh. And I'm like, if I'm gonna take a lighter with me, I'm gonna use one of my other stoves. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually back. The last two years, I've exclusively used my Ollie Camp um, system. One, it's lighter weight, and two, it works just as well. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, I go back packing a lot. My friends would be like, "Oh, dude, you sh- you should work at an outdoor store. You should get this MSR pot. You should get this." And I'm like, "Well, I could, but honestly, this thing works incredibly well." And they never heard of the brand before. Yeah. Um, but it 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 works really well. Like, what are we talking about? Bang for the buck. It's one of the pieces of equipment that I like the most in my backpacking stuff. So we sell it. Did, where do you? Where else do you find? I mean, you just got to go to a specialty retail store, right? Only yeah, because they're not sold online. Yeah. Well, unless like a specialty retail store has an uh, uh, online store, but yeah, they Liberty Mountain does not sell direct to consumer. Right. You have to go through Gear Thirty. Yo. Yeah. Okay, that's good. There's there's three really 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 good ones. Um, here's Greg was trying to think of a tent or something to suggest but and actually our uh jet bowl rep 
also reps a company called Eureka. Yeah. Um, and you, you've probably, you might've seen Eureka in, I think that would make sporting goods and some of the other big box stores. Um, they're nowhere close to what a Hillebridge can be making, but they have some tents that are 100, 120 bucks that are not, they're still in aluminum, um, poles. They're still like a decently built tent. Um, definitely probably step underneath what like your North face is going to make, but it's good stuff. And yeah, I, I really like it. I think it's, it's going to get you out there. It's a couple, maybe 18 steps above an Ozark trail. Um, and <laughs> 18, it's not 18, 18 times steps. More expensive. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. The, the Eureka stuff. So Eureka is a brand they've made, they've made hardcore expedition tents in the past. Um, they've, they've been around for a long time. They've made very good tents for a long time. Then they've made cheap tents. Um, but the tents that we carry are about, um, as cheap, as inexpensive as you can go and still get a tent that's going to keep you dry and get you, get you out into the back country and back home in your normal, uh, three season back country conditions. Now the the ninety nine dollar tents and stuff like that, you're not gonna want to take those on like a on a winter camping trip in the middle of a blizzard. But as far as just a a great backpacking tent that's gonna take care of you, that's about as good as you and can get for the price. For the example you used earlier, where the gentleman talking about overlanding bought a cheap tent, I'd much rather have a Eureka tent in my van or my overland vehicle that I think is gonna hold during a semi decent right. storm. Than a a cheap a cheap a cheap Ozark yeah tent. yeah yeah the Ozark Trail tent you go you go out and you you know you sleep outside and it starts raining in the middle of the night and you start getting soaked in your Ozark Trail tent and then well you've got a car so you can go and jump in your car and you're gonna survive but it's just super annoying I think I'd much rather have a tent that just keeps me dry yeah you don't want to mess with it I think Ozark when I when I think of our Ozark tents I think of family reunions. And, and and we're gonna have a tent in Zion or something, right? And then like and it's, it's set up completely wrong, set up wrong, and then the wind blows and the the cousin's tent falls down and then everyone ends up in the RV anyway. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, I don't now, know. I don't know why I went right there, but that's where I go. Now, for all of you listening that have Ozark Trail tents, we're not making fun of you. <laughs> We've used them. I mean, I've I've found myself in an Ozark trail tent before. Like it's not that it's just that they, okay, I'm a not, little, what do you, what do you call it when you're like materialistic, materialistic, I'm materialistic. So target sold Eddie Bauer tents mm-hmm. way better than Ozark. Right. Right. So I bought the Eddie Bauer tent. Turns out that thing freaking sucks. <laughs> um, Cause I took that tent car camping in, um, uh, it was in Colorado in the f- f- right near the 14ers, um, like Rocky Mountain National Park. It, it was the not, not the, the forest, not Rocky Mountain National Park, but uh, where did it, it's a famous hundred miler and uh, oh, bike race, too. Like Hard Rock, are you talking where they do the, not the, the Hard Rock, Wands? but the other one? It's named after the town, Silverton. No. Uh, not. Oh my gosh! Uh, I know. I know exactly what you're trying. Leadville. To Leadville. Leadville. Uh, so right outside. Leadville, of, yeah. Right yeah. outside of Leadville camping, and it rained, and this stupid it's Eddie bad. Bauer tent leaked like a sieve, man. Yeah. Um. The it just 
maybe it was my fault because it was older. I don't know how old, but probably eight to ten years older. And I thought it would be great because we're just car camping. And it comes with all the the bells and whistles. Those kinds of tents come with all the bells and whistles, right? Like, I don't know, funny things that expensive tents actually don't come with. Right. And, um, and I was like, yeah, this thing's awesome. You know, I set it up and it rains. And one of the bells and whistles was that, like, the rain comes in your tent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, this is, that's not fun. Like, like, this is not okay. Yeah, it just like poured through. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, All that's right. lesson learned. And I mean, <laughs> and that's the thing is, you get away with a tent like an Ozark Trail tent when the weather's good, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's good enough. And you tell your friends, oh, just get one of those. It's good enough. It works and everything. Until that one time when it rains for three days straight. And then nothing but a really good tent is good enough yeah. in that in that case. And, um, you know, I, I've been in those conditions, even just family camping when I was growing up, where usually when we go, the weather's really nice because the middle of the summer in Utah is usually pretty good weather. But then you go and you just, you're there the wrong week and three of the five days is just solid rain. You really realize, like, my rain jacket sucks my tent sucks, my sleeping bag got soaked, my, or, I mean, whatever the case, you really learn what your gear is made of when you get into those really bad conditions. And um, I'll tell you what, Ozark Trails or Eddie Bauer, um, those types of brands that you're going to find at Target or Walmart or otherwise, it's going to be just fine in bluebird weather, in perfect weather. But when the weather's bad, they're going to suck. They're not going to be keep you dry. They're not going to keep you safe. And so with that said, our suggestion for, I mean, the least expensive tent I would go with if I'm going into the mountains or into the backcountry is probably the Eureka tents. And not all Eureka tents meet that standard, but the ones that we carry, um, I think starting at about 99 are tents that I think I would trust to take into the backcountry and keep me dry in a rainstorm. Yeah. So. Cool. Let's those see. Are, those are good suggestions. You want? Yeah, that's thirty in. Yeah. Any others that we were talking about? Um, that might be. That might be most of them. Oh, one one thing we mentioned. Um, those. Uh, those skins that we have this year. What's the brand? Big Sky Mountain Products. Big Sky Mountain Products. Those are about as good as, as any of the other brands, and they're 20% cheaper as well. So that's pretty awesome. Um, anything else? Yeah, there's some others, but that gives you at least some, some things to think about. If you're looking for uh, outdoor products on a budget, but you want to make sure those products keep you safe and, and get you out there and back again in safety, then those are some that I would, that we would suggest. So, yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe. Oh, sorry about that. No, you're good. Please subscribe and also tell your friends and check out gear30.com. That's G E A R T H I R T Y.com for Terramar base layers, Kinko gloves, Eureka backpacking tents. Um, as well as Hilberg backpacking tents, which are the vet, the very best of the best, um, and uh, you know all the all the rest Oli of it. Camp. So Oli Camp, yep, and uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woo-woo.